Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to the Syrupcast, Mobile Syrup's Canadian tech-focused podcast. I'm Patrick O'Rourke, and across the table from me, actually beside me this week, is Brad Bennett, a man who refers to himself as the bad boy of tech, but that I call Mobile Syrup's teen correspondent. Today, this is the Brad Show. I'm taking a backseat as he navigates us through a conversation surrounding the Galaxy S20, the S20 Plus, and the S20 Ultra. Um, yeah, thanks. So since last week, John, who's also here, John Lamont. Hello, how's it going? Who you may have recognized from podcast past. Dean, another recurring guest here as well. Hello. So across Pat, John, and Dean, each one of them has been using a Galaxy S20 device. And today we're going to sort of break down the similarities and the differences between the phones and then uh, sort of whether or not they're, you know, they're worth buying for Canadians, sort of like a, you know, a, a review of sorts, but a more of a discussion, I guess. And each one of us is reviewing one of the phones as well, right? So I'm, I'm doing the yeah. Ultra, Dean's doing the S20+, Plus. Plus, and John's doing the regular S20. The good old S20. The S20. And by the time this is up, I think uh, all those reviews should be on the site as well. Yeah, it'll all sort of come in one S20 wave. Get ready. Before we get into that, though, I'm gonna we're not going to do a full Hottest News of the Week section, but I'm just going to throw out some headlines of some things that are on the site so that are that are doing well right now, and uh, you guys can check them out. So today, Spotify put out Duo Plans, which is like a family plan, but it costs $13 instead of uh, $15 or $16, and it's only for two people. Good stuff. Good on you, Spotify. There was a Pixel feature drop yesterday that includes a new motion sense gesture to pause and play your Google Pixel audio on your Google Pixel 4, and scheduling dark mode to come on with the sunset. Uh, Bell and Telus are still offering 20 gigabyte unlimited plans for $85. Uh, we've got a review of the Galaxy Buds on the site. You wrote it. I did. I did write it, and I, I'm a big fan. They're good. We are not going to talk about those a lot this podcast, but it's it's worth checking out if you're looking for a pair of wireless headphones. Bring your AirPods Pro and buy uh, Galaxy Buds Plus. Yeah, save yourself 100 and some dollars. Uh, the Surface Duo might come out in the summer instead of the holiday season. Kind of an interesting story, but who knows if it's real. Um, And then there's, last but not least, a couple of Huawei features, including a hands-on with the foldable Mate XS and a review of the company's latest smartwatch, which is called, Dean? The Galaxy Watch GT2. No, it's not called the Galaxy Watch. No, it's not. not, It's (laughs) not called the Galaxy Watch. All you're thinking about is Samsung. Yeah, uh, the Huawei Watch GT2. Cool. And yeah, all those are on the site. It, so. wouldn't, it truly wouldn't surprise me if uh, Huawei released a watch called the Galaxy Watch. Yeah, when I said it's not called the Galaxy Watch, there was a part of my brain going, maybe it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was not 100% sure. All right. But yeah, then let's, are you guys ready to get into the, the S20? I'm sure you guys are ready to talk about it. You've let's, been using. Let's ride the S20 wave. I was Perfect. born ready. Wow. All right. Um, so the first question is kind of more geared towards John and Dean, but what are the differences between the S20 and the S20 Plus? Because those two are, are more similar than the Ultra. 
Um, I think the primary difference is the display size. So the S20 Plus has a bigger uh, 6.7 inch display compared to the 6.2 inch on the Galaxy S20. Um, the other difference is colors. The S20 comes in cosmic gray and cloud blue. The S20 Plus comes in cosmic black and cloud blue. Um, and the S20 Plus has a bigger battery. I think that is there's the, the main things. There's also a extra camera on the S20 Plus. Time of flight sensor, yeah, isn't it? It's a, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a depth sensor. Um, okay. I think other than that, that is... It, yeah. Yeah. Those are those are the main main differences there. What about the price difference? There is about a two hundred and sixty dollar price difference between the two. And that's that's Canadian dollars. That yeah. Two two hundred and sixty Canadian dollars. Yeah. Two hundred and sixty loonies. All right. That's actually a pretty big difference. Yeah. It's it's quite significant. Yeah. I, I was looking at it today because I'm writing my review and I was just like, oh, this is a little bit more than I thought it would be. But, yeah. Um, are they usually that big? You know, between like the iPhone 11 and the iPhone 11 Pro, is there is it two hundred fifty dollars difference or is it is it less? Does anyone know? I don't know the prices offhand. Um, it's probably close. I I think between the iPhone 11 and the iPhone 11 Pro, there's about a two hundred fifty to three hundred dollar difference. Okay, so this is about par for the course, except for the fact that the S twenty and S twenty plus are still costing more than the iPhones generally do. I'm looking up the price right now. I'm awesome. going to give you the, the, the news you crave. So but the 11 Pro. Oh, internet's not loading. This is good, good, good podcast. Good All right. Po- a visual. Here we go. So the iPhone 11 Pro starts at 1379 And I think the iPhone 11 is like, what, like 979 or something? Just waiting for it to load. Yeah. So close. So that's actually a bigger difference than... The, the Galaxy S20... 979 uh, is the iPhone 11. Yeah. The Galaxy S20 is 1,319, so it's a little bit cheaper than the 11 Pro, but it's still more than the regular iPhone 11. 11. If, um, you, if you compare it to past years, the when the S10 Plus came out, it was 1419. Mm-hmm. Um, but when the... Sorry, S10 Plus, that was 1419, and the S10 was uh, 1259. Um, I'm not that good at math to calculate that difference but it, it's definitely less than you always tell me you're good at math not i can't do it that quickly i know it's less than 200 dollars. i'm disappointed yeah. in you okay so so far what we've learned these two phones very similar one's a little bigger one's a little smaller one has a time of flight sensor and the difference between them is about 250 bucks i think those are the, the points we need going forward yeah those those are the big things the important important pieces all right what about those two phones compared to the ultra pat the Ultra is gigantic. Wow. That's the biggest difference. You could build a house the, out of it. <laughs> there's a few things. It's, it's really big. Um, the display is 6.9 inches, which surpasses even the iPhone 11 Pro Max, which is ridiculous. That display isn't actually that big. 6.9? No, the Pro Max is only 6.5. I, yeah. I live in an Apple world. That's the only phone I have to compare <laughs> here. No other phone exists. Yeah. Uh, what's what's another Android phone that's like above 6.5? Uh, uh, Note 10? The S20 Plus, the OnePlus 7 Pro. The Note 10 is the only one that Note I could think of. Note 10 is 6.8, okay. yeah. What's the Pixel 4 XL 6.3? Yeah, something... 6.4. Smaller than the, the Pro Max. Smaller, yeah, smaller a little sure. bit. Yeah. The big the big takeaway for me is that it's big. It's a, it's a big boy. I think that... It's probably a little too big for my taste, and I like larger phones. Uh, the screen is great. It looks really, really awesome, but sort of the big difference here is the cameras. You have a 108 megapixel um, wide, the main the main shooters, 
the 100 yeah. megapixel one? Yeah. Uh, and then you also have 100 times space zoom, which is done by a combination of all three lenses. And it looks absolutely positively horrible, and no one should ever post a 100 times space zoom photo anywhere. Well, actually, I think what I'm more interested in, and this is a little bit off topic, but I guess it fits in, but... So 30 times zoom is how far you guys can zoom, right? On yeah. the S20 yeah. and so the S20 Plus? The S20 and the S20 Plus have 30 times zoom, and that's a mix of optical. I think the sensor or the lens can do up to three times optical zoom, and yeah. then it's some digital zoom and other software trickery going on. So the, the Ultra goes up to, I believe, 10 times with a mix between optical and digital? No, before it's, it goes, it's just 10 times optical. No, it's a mix. 100% sure. It's a mix, and then it goes to... Four times, I believe, with just optical. That that sounds right. I, yeah. I had the four X in my because ten times with just optical would be absolutely that would be sick. I wish that was true. Yeah, that that would be absolutely insane. That would be really cool. But what I was getting at is, it'd be interesting to do a thirty times on the S twenty and S twenty plus versus the thirty times on the S twenty Ultra because then it'd be interesting to see if to all see this if it, extra camera technology truly does make a difference over what those offer. I think it would likely look very similar. Um, I think for me, the hundred times zoom is really neat. Like it's cool yeah. that a phone's capable of doing it, but I wasn't joking before. Like when you take a picture with a hundred times zoom, it looks like a watercolor painting. Right? Without a tripod, it's almost impossible. Even with a tripod, yeah. it yeah. just, it looks brutal. There's, there's a sweet spot. And to me with at least like, I haven't used the other two phones, the S20 or the S20 plus to me, the sweet spot was, um, 10 times mm-hmm. under really good lighting. It would look great. And that's impressive. Yeah. Even the four times optical is really great. Mm. And that, it was impressive as, as well. And then I guess the only other thing with the camera that's really, really worth mentioning is the 108 megapixel sensor, which is this massive, huge sensor. It reminds me of like a couple of years ago, probably over five years ago when it was like a race with every manufacturer to have like bigger megapixels because that's what consumers thought resulted in better pictures was the more megapixels you have i think consumers still think that to be honest yeah it's it's like a marketing thing yeah Mm -hmm. and i admittedly like the whole 108 megapixel thing is very complicated dean and i were talking about it last night trying to prepare for the pod Mm -hmm. and i think i sort of understand what's going on but i think from a broader perspective as as a user of the phone the thing that people need to know is that you have to turn on the 108 megapixel sensor to take just 108 megapixel photos. I think that's kind of a recurring theme about a lot of these like high-end features on the Ultra mm-hmm. and the S20 regular phones. And yeah, like yeah. The, the, the S20 and the S20 Plus both have 64 megapixel sensors, I believe, in the telephoto uh, lens. But yeah. you have to go into the settings and turn that on. The all three phones have 8K uh, video recording, but again, you have to go into the settings and turn that on. There's all these extra nice camera features that are like, wow, that's really impressive that that's in a phone, but they're not on by default. You have to go and find them. Do you think it says something that Samsung markets these phones based upon these features, but then has them turned off by default? It's kind of weird. Uh, it's kind of like the 120 hertz display. It's also off by yeah, default. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That's yeah. off. Um, there was something else. I can't think of it on the top of my head. I'm always the full HD or the ultra HD thing. Oh yeah, that's ultra usually HD's, off. That's just been off. It's for always been off years, which is kind of weird. I yeah. think they do that for saving battery life. It, it does save mm-hmm. battery life for sure. Yeah, just on that. Sorry, and the um, the one thing that I've noticed is some of these features do have an impact on battery life or quality. Um, like in my brief testing with the 8K footage, yeah, it's impressive that you can record 8K. 
it's ultimately pretty gimmicky and useless because the footage itself looks fine, but it's not the best footage that you can get with the phone. The 4K at 60 FPS, 60 frames per second, sorry, looks way better. It's way smoother, and it's also got stabilization, which you don't get with the 8K footage. So it just looks better in general. Um, and with the like the 120 hertz, you do get battery savings, right? So I think Samsung kind of goes, we know a lot of people are going to buy these phones and just leave everything at the default settings. So let's optimize it so that they get the best experience with the best battery life, the, the best features that they're going to get when they take the pictures with the camera and stuff like that. Because we know that people aren't going to go and change those settings unless they really care about them. Yeah. Can I just jump back to the zoom for a second? Uh, Ultra, four times from anywhere from four times to 10 times zoom is hybrid, which is actually not as even good as uh, Huawei's P30, which has- What, what is it cap out for hybrid? Uh, it caps out 10 as well, but 10? it has a five times optical five. zoom. Uh, that's something that's probably close, worth to, Yeah, it's pretty close, but I think it'd be worth comparing. I, uh, this whole time, I, I thought it was 10 times optical by itself, um, mm. which in my head was like, oh, like, this- You'd think it would, because it has that crazy periscope times. thing that they're hyping exactly, up, right? Exactly, right? Um, and Huawei's digital only caps out at like 50 times zoom. So I think it'd be worth comparing those mm. zoom cameras to see which one what, is actually good or not. What's interesting, too, is when you um, open the camera and you zoom, it instantly goes to five times even though that's not huh. the limit of optical. Like five times is a mix of, like you yeah. can't really see the difference. It still looks good, but sure. if you know the specs, you know that it's not completely optical. It's like a mix of the two. Is that maybe a comparison? Because Huawei automatically goes to five times as well. And it, it could be because of Huawei. Yeah, yeah they're just trying to sort of fake their way to five. Yeah. If it works, like it looks good enough because I'm assuming as hybrid as it is, it's probably relying more on the optical at that point. There's so many things that like with the Ultra in particular, to me seem almost like a return to gimmicks for samsung like the gimmicks that we used to see 100 percent. yeah wait before we get into all these gimmicks okay. and stuff okay. let's just round out this first ultra differences so we know it's bigger we know it's heavier we've talked about the camera differences what about the price it's very 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 expensive um it kind of follows the line of other super high-end phones over the last couple of years but I'm is there anything that's this pricey what's the note uh the only other you, thing I if you max of? out the note uh, it would have been around this price. I'm pretty sure. I think roughly. So it starts at a thousand eight hundred and forty nine for the twelve gig, hundred and twenty eight gig uh, Ultra. But what is that with tax? That's definitely two grand, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. But if you max out the Note, like it has, I think it has like five hundred and twelve gigs of storage at least. So I, mean, I think like, the Note could do a terabyte. I yeah. Think. I yeah. Think so I mean, like version. at least like you get that. Yeah, that's true. Um, the other thing that I would like to point out is it's just shy of two hundred dollars more than the S twenty plus. So two hundred and seventy to be exact. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I didn't want to do the exact math, but Dean Dean came through for us this time. I think that you're going to see more manufacturers pricing their phones in this range. Do we think this 100%. price? We've talked about this before, so we'll, we'll just once. This is the only time we'll talk about it today. Is this because of five G? Well, they're going to justify it with five G. I don't know if it's like real real and worthy because we live in canada and there's no 5g yet and by the time 5g 5g is available the, there will be better faster phones out there the the best way to answer this question would be to find out what the price of the non-5g s20 is because they do have non-5g models of all three mm. phones but, um, but not here yeah. not in canada yeah. so that would be the thing if the non-5g versions are cheaper yeah yeah but also, there's a good chance that they could have just priced everything the same regardless. To hide it, to cover right? it. That makes sense. I, I definitely would think that 5G has a factor in, in the pricing, but I can't imagine 
that it's it's that much more. Okay, I think the last sort of comparison point that like is the real tent pole is the battery. So the, the S twenty Ultra has a huge battery, five thousand milliamp hour battery. Do any other phones have five thousand milliamp hour batteries? Zenfone six has five thousand. Zenfone six, yeah. And I thought, in, and I in the your battery, test, the battery life was great. I never turned one hundred twenty hertz off. Like when I got the phone, turned it on right away. Um, I never tried it yet at the highest resolution, so I don't know how that would affect battery life. But I'm getting. The entire day sometimes i forget to charge the phone leave it in my backpack still charge the next day um i've had absolutely no issues with battery life it's been really really good especially if you compare it to something like the the pixel 4 xl <laughs> like it's, yeah. it's night and day it's That's so much true. better actually you guys both came from pixel 4 xls to these new samsung phones am i correct yeah more or less at least yeah i did yeah um how do you feel about the battery life comparison between that as these like google versus samsung zones so I'm you, using, yeah you go first Dean. so i'm using the s20 plus and i had the 4xl before the pixel 4xl um with the s20 plus i literally never worry about battery life ever yeah um i was checking it out today and i have around like six and a half hours of screen on time with the 120 hertz display on, sometimes I get a little less because I was fooling around with the battery and put on the highest quality, uh, highest resolution display. Um, but with the Pixel, I think I was getting around like four hours of screen on time. Um, literally, the S20 Plus, its battery is very reliable. I think that's like the key word for it. Like I don't worry about it. I don't think about charging it um, until I get home. Sometimes I forget to charge it at night, and I just charge it when I get to work because it's still it's still alive. Like so it's, it's good. It's 145 right now, and I'm at 89%, and I've been using this as my main phone today. Yeah. So, like, that's impressive to me. Yeah, I, I would echo that sentiment that it's reliable. Coming from the Pixel 4, which, I don't know, has like a 2,800 or 2,900 milliamp hour battery to the 4,000 milliamp hours in the S20 is, in and of itself, a pretty significant leap. But, yeah, I, I just haven't had to worry about the battery even though I use 120 hertz, I leave that on all the time, which should hit the battery pretty hard. I've never had to worry. I've never not made it to the end of the day without needing to recharge the phone. Um, What's your battery percentage at right now? Do you have your phone on you? I do, but I haven't been using it as my daily driver today. Uh-huh. So okay. it wouldn't be inaccurate. What about you, Dean? Do you have the ability I, to give this to us? So I left it on last night and mm. didn't charge it till I got to work at like 11. So... Yeah, it's pretty charged up. Fair enough. Um, Wait, before we get into the, about the battery and the 120 hertz display, we've seen other phones with, with high refresh rate displays turn it off within specific apps, right? Does Samsung do that? So if you were, you know, you got 120 hertz on, but you're basically spending all your time on Instagram, it doesn't support it, if that's the case. This is hypothetical. E- yes and no. Um, so there are some apps where Samsung turns it off, and those are apps where it's already capped or where there's performance issues. For example, I think Google Maps is one of the apps that they haven't Mm -hmm. turned off just because there's all kinds of weird performance issues. And it was the same thing with the Pixel 4. It turned off its high refresh rate in Google Maps. Um, I think Pokemon Go is another one because they capped that game at 30 FPS. That's a Niantic cap, not a Google cap. It's a hardcore gamer cap. Yeah, it's a really disappointing cap uh, in general. But yeah, there's there's certain circumstances where apps are either specifically capped for performance issues, and so there's no point running the higher refresh screen in those apps. Um, but like other apps like Instagram or Twitter, as far as I know, there's no specific thing that developers need to do to support it. It's just refreshing the screen more often. So, Fair yeah, enough. It, 
Um, I use the ROG phone too, which also had a 120 hertz refresh rate, and yep. it, it works the exact same. Like, it doesn't matter which app, it doesn't matter what you're doing with it, it's, or it doesn't matter which app, but like, it, you barely ever notice it. You barely ever, I, I don't think I've seen my refresh rate go down at all. I don't, don't really use Google Maps often, or oh, Pokemon like, Go, I don't have it downloaded at like all. Look at Dean, knows his way around the city. What a yeah. guy. Um, the next question on my list is. If each of you could pick one thing about the phone that you love and for you would be worth upgrading because of, what would it be? And we'll start. We'll go Pat, John, Dean. We'll go around the table. I like the the ten times hybrid. You optical, think the zoom digital like zoom? I find that very useful. Like there's other things that are cool. Uh, I do think that the 108 megapixel shooter is, is interesting, mm-hmm. in the fact that you can crop a lot from those massive massive images. There's things that suck about them, like you don't get as much light when you have that camera mode turned on. Um, I, not as much light hits the sensor. You lose a bit of focus as well. Like photos don't look as sharp. So that one I'm a little more iffy on, but I do think that it's it's really cool, and I'm glad that uh, there's and a phone that exists that features that. Like the Zoom or the 108 megapixel? The Zoom, 100%. The 108 megapixel. Like 90%? Maybe 75%. 75%? Okay. I, I've used it quite a bit, and I think the thing for me is I don't, know if i would ever use that feature without feeling the need to test it for a review like would would i ever run into circumstances just taking pictures of my cat or a tree or all the stuff that i post in my instagram account where i would want to use that feature and i would need to use the phone for a much longer period of time to really answer that question mm-hmm. and that's why i'm kind of on the fence about that but the zoom 100 percent, it's sick it's great it's one of the first times that i've ever used a smartphone camera where i'm not afraid of um zooming like you could even push it to 20 in some cases and it still looks pretty good Mm -hmm. i've never had a smartphone camera before where i haven't been really worried about pushing past the optical into the digital or the hybrid and this is the first time there's something to be said i mean i took the huawei p what was it p30 on vacation with the zoom and it was like my main camera because it had more zoom than my camera i use for work uh, like my mirrorless and yeah it was just like super handy to only have to carry around one little phone and it kind of be like this really it's cool. fantastic tool super useful john you're using the s20 what's uh what makes you pick it up every every morning and smile 120 hertz hands yeah. down <laughs> that there is no competition there that for me the last few years like testing phones all the time i've found that going from an you know a year old phone to a new version of that phone there's not there's rarely been something that actually makes it feel different, right? Like their phone processors are so fast these days that there's not a huge difference between a year old phone and, and a new phone. Maybe if you wait two or three years before you upgrade your phone, you'll feel it more. Mm-hmm. But as someone who switches phones often all the time, I don't feel that. 120 hertz uh, refresh rate actually made this phone feel faster than any other phone that I've used in a long time. And that was, for me, the most impressive thing because there, there wasn't anything that is actually substantially different the phone just feels so much more fluid and so much faster and so much smoother um to use and it's just way better is part of that the 240 touch as well the 240 hertz touch i i think so touch points 240 is that what it's called yeah yeah yeah. okay uh it's 240 hertz sample rate sample rate Uh, yeah which basically just means that the the phone checks for touch input 240 times a second um and that's active whether you're using 60 hertz or 120 hertz refresh rate. Um, I didn't really. Oh, notice. so it's active all the time. Yeah. It's, okay. I didn't realize that. Um, 
It's no, there, there's like a, there's, a, there's one stipulation. It's it's 120 hertz, I think, all the time. But if you're gaming, it's 240 hertz. Ah, interesting. So it, it pumps it up for gaming, but the rest of the time, it's always 120 hertz, even if you're using the 60 hertz refresh rate. But even then, at the root of this, is, is this something you felt like, is the touch refresh rate something you felt like you I, noticed or just the screen refresh rate? It, definitely the screen refresh rate because uh, coming from the Pixel 4, which has a 90 hertz refresh rate, yeah. I didn't notice a huge difference between 90 hertz refresh and 120 hertz refresh. Um, but as far as I know, the Pixel 4 just has a 60 hertz uh, touch sample rate. And so I didn't notice that touching the phone felt any different there. I'm sure there is a difference. I just, it wasn't one that I noticed. It was the visual quality that was more noticeable to me. I get what you're saying with that one. Like when I did the OnePlus 7T coming over the previous OnePlus phones, it had the 90 hertz refresh rate, but it also had um, like well improved haptics. And that, yeah. that small feature of just like, but it makes how you interact with the phone feel different than it did previously. And it's like, oh, this actually, maybe this is worth an upgrade because now it feels or when I interact with it, it feels better than it did before. Yeah, absolutely. And on, on that note, the, the S20 has much improved haptics over uh, the S10 line. Uh, so that's that's a really big thing as well. But not enough of a big thing that I would say it's worth an upgrade. Dean, you're shaking your head. And we, we've had haptic disagreements before. You don't find the haptics very good on the Samsung phones? I don't find them very good on the OnePlus phones. But you were shaking your head about uh, John saying they're improved on the S20. Uh, personally, for me, I, like I use the Note 10 Plus quite a bit, and I don't find the S20 Plus at least its haptics that much better. It's. Do you good. think they're good? Okay, okay. Yeah, I think it's good. I like them. I prefer them over OnePlus. I like them less than Google's. Okay, um, but out of that, same question that I've asked everybody else: What's your favorite feature? What are you taking away from this? Um, it's really difficult uh, for me because I, I my last one of my last phones before the like. I used the Pixel and I also used the Rock Phone 2 recently and that one also had 120 hertz and um, 240, 240 touch, touch sampling. Yeah, right? Um, so it was kind of a similar experience. Uh, I want to say that I, it's not something I really notice until I like, don't really notice this. You don't like, this isn't like a feature you pick up your phone and you're like, hey, this is I love, but. Uh, I think the Snapdragon 865 and the 12 gig of RAMs is helping a lot. I haven't had my phone crash on me once or uh, like a, a reset over in the night or any of that. It's just been pretty like chill. I like I I go scroll through like all my apps or like most of my apps don't close by themselves either. I, I saw this thing called app pinning that you could pin apps so they never close. Oh is that God. real? I have never tried it. Like you open up multitasking and then there's like a pin and then you, so yeah. you, so you want I, Spotify to never close. I haven't tried it because that's not something I ever want to do. But yeah, or need to. I really. mean, it's, oh, yeah. it's cool that it exists. Keep open for quick launching. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I, I did not know that was a thing either. I knew for a long time Google phones had like a screen pin where you could basically lock an app. So it was the oh, only yeah. one that was accessible on the screen until you put in your password. Mm-hmm. Um Again, I don't I don't know why I'd, I'd ever want to use that. I haven't had an issue with phones closing my apps ever, really. Yeah, maybe so. if you were trying to have a couple of high-level games going at one time. I don't know. You've got, like, two PUBG lobbies loaded up somehow. I have no idea. But that's cool. No, I just find that, like, at least for me, like, uh, when I'm testing out phones, I like to see how many apps it can keep open at once just to check out its, like, how it's 
using its RAM, and it seems like this phone is, seems the best, at least in my testing so far. Um, and the 120 hertz, like it is dope. Like if you're using a six, I, I have to, whenever I have to go back to 60 hertz, reviewing a older like another phone, I absolutely hate it now and wish that all companies just did 120 hertz or at least 90. Like 90 is not that hard. Google's doing it. If Google can do it, so can you. And OnePlus is doing it. If OnePlus can do it, so yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Um, okay, uh, this question kind of goes out to everybody. Is there something about these phones you think Samsung's hyping up, but probably isn't worth it? We kind of were touching on this with the S20 Ultra's mm. camera, which I think is is what prompted this question, but I'm curious if there's anything alongside the camera that you're like, yeah, they hyped it. I'm not using it. I don't think other people are going to be can using I, it. Can I jump on, on that one first? Sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, easy answer. 5G. It Ooh, doesn't yeah, exist in smart. Canada, and it's part of the marketing for the phone, like in a major way. Mm-hmm. Um, everything I've seen about these phones, like number one or number two thing, is 5G. Um, I think that's just its name. Like, I think it's yeah, just it, called. It's S20 literally, it's 5G. literally in the name. It's I refuse to add the 5G oh, every time 100%. I write the name of the phone. Never. Yeah. yeah, I've never written it with 5G in yeah, the name either. I have sure. not written it either. Um, but yeah, it's just incredibly frustrating because 5g doesn't actually exist in any meaningful way in canada yeah um and i feel like it's going to be hugely confusing for customers who are buying this phone thinking oh it says 5g i'm getting 5g and then they're not getting 5g and i just i think it's going to be a problem at least until 5g is sort of up and running at least somewhere in the country yeah so yeah that's that's the number one hype thing that i think samsung is really pushing with this phone that is not a thing Overhyped in thing number one, 5G. Anything dethroning that? I already said everything. It's a, the lot, cameras. Of, a lot of the Ultra's camera features. Um, I think the camera is a significant improvement over the S10s, but mm-hmm. um, you push it past 20 times and it's going to look bad with the Ultra. Like saying that the camera features space zoom, 100 times space zoom, is borderline like lying to customers because when you actually use that feature, the photos look so bad that like... Even someone who knows nothing about photography would not want to post that picture anywhere. Mm-hmm. So, you, oh, what do you got, team? Literally just the Ultra. Even that in the naming. Like, Pat, rate the Ultra right now. Go. I'm not, not going to rate it. You got <laughs> to read the review, which will be but, up by the time this comes out. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, th- I have to sit down and write it. I have all my notes ready. My guess is that it's going to fall somewhere in like the range of seven maybe 7.5 at a time yeah and for a phone that has the title ultra in its name you would expect at least a eight and a half maybe a nine um job. well you would expect it to be the best of the three exactly and i in this in this talking one. about it um both john and i really like we really like our srs20 versions but pat is just not a fan of it it's big it's ugly it's um cameras are not worth it it's price is not worth it it's and this is just my opinion because I'm not reviewing the phone, but um, I think just calling this phone the Ultra, I think that's just misleading enough. Like you think a better name was Galaxy S20 Overkill 5G? 100%. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like that, Galaxy, yeah. <laughs> Galaxy S20 too expensive. Like if this phone 5G. was... 5G. Yeah, 5G. If this phone didn't cost as much as it did and was more similarly priced to... The Plus even. The Plus even, even then, maybe not. I would be more inclined 
to recommend it, but for that additional cost, I don't think the new features are worth it. And then there's like maybe you had a giant hand, and you're like, I, I finally need a phone that will fit into my giant hand. <laughs> Could be. Yeah, we haven't even talked about it yet, but like there's also issues that only the ultra experiences with the camera, like the like focusing. Um, for instance, I was at uh, like this light exhibit thing that's at Ontario Place in Toronto two weeks ago on the weekend, taking photos at night and i would try to focus on different things and the phone's camera just wouldn't be able to focus on anything it would be jumping around in some instances it would automatically zoom in which was crazy um whether or not that was in relation to the screen protector that i had put on the phone i don't know samsung doesn't know they couldn't tell me yeah um i took the screen protector off tried it again recently and it seemed to be working okay but i also haven't attempted to use the camera under extremely low light again but to pay this much for a smartphone camera and then to have it focus extremely slowly, um, in some cases not be able to focus at all under low light is pretty frustrating and unacceptable. Like Samsung says that they're releasing an update at some point in the future. We don't know when that update's coming. We don't know if it's going to be a day one update. We don't know if it's coming from six, coming six months from now. So it's really, really hard to recommend someone buy this phone with all of the other things that we talked about on this podcast aside because it has that camera issue. That's not a problem that like the S20 and the S20 plus feature to be clear. It's just an ultra focusing issue as, mm-hmm. as far as I know, but still like I, I could, I just couldn't recommend this phone to anyone. There yeah. is a day one patch for all three phones, but is it going to, uh, but who knows that? what it has? Yeah. Okay. Right. Like they just, they just say optimizations. The other thing too is like, I've been running with phones for a while. I've seen this happen before where there's issues with the camera or no, just mainly issues with the camera before release. And then a company says like, don't worry, we're going to fix it. It's going to be fine. And then the update comes out and you're like, you didn't fix shit. Call like, Pixel Two, like it still looks even the Pixel still Three looks the same. or yeah, Pixel Four, true. the white all balancing them, issue. Pixels, man. Yeah, there's issues and patches and all the time. It's never ending. It's like this world we live in, where you buy something and it's never quite finished. You're just constantly getting updates. Um, so pretty much, I think we've answered. You don't believe that? No, that's just kind of sad and funny. If yeah. you think about it for phones, like they're just always. It's not even just phones, like video games. Video games, sure, like, yeah. yeah. Compute, like, but, oh, I mean, yeah. like all tech, just like Sonos, phones are so like expensive that. now. Like you, this, like your phone's more expensive than a laptop or a yeah. any video game, and it it's, has all these issues. And it's just, it's don't worry, guys. Like I'm sure Samsung is going to say something like that, and it's it will yeah. be ready eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I know the answer to this next question, but the camera. Samsung came for the camera crown with this S20 series. Did it succeed? No. No? No. John, no? Pat? Um, I think, so I was thinking about this last night. I think it's a significant improvement over the S10. I think the camera is doing really, really cool stuff, especially the Ultra, even yeah. with the issues. 100%. There's a lot of fascinating stuff going on in the background that I won't get into because it's ridiculously technical and the average person doesn't really need to understand it nona bidding as we as dean and i were talking what what is the word you're saying nona nine bidding (laughs) nine ah perfect a regular word people know i have it i have it written down to ensure that i could uh, adequately explain it on the podcast perfect it essentially creates one super pixel out of nine individual pixels Mm, classic that uh, there's a comic book about that isn't there the super pixel that'd be a (laughs) sick comic um google's next phone I think uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> they're doing lots of cool stuff, and the photos look better. But the thing that kind of negates all of these advances in camera hardware 
is the fact that Samsung still processes its images in the exact same way that it has for a really, really long time. You think it's the same? I thought I, Originally, I thought that maybe it was a little different, but you're thinking so, you've yeah, had more time than me with it. So. They're slightly better, but still the issues that I've always had with Samsung photos. They still look super saturated. They're still somewhat um, overexposed. Like, overexposed. Like the highlights are always blown out. Uh, especially if you look at them not on a Samsung phone. Like if you take a picture, you mm. post it to Instagram, then you look at that same picture. I know Instagram on your computer photos. or something. Yeah. You look at it on your computer, it, it's going to look really weird, especially if you look at it on an iPhone screen. That's one of the problems. Um, I think Samsung still does a lot of over-sharpening. The same thing can be said about like the Ultra's front-facing camera. Like it's sick that a selfie camera exists. It's 40 megapixels. That's awesome. But by default, they still have skin smoothing on. So you don't capture any of that additional detail that a forty, a larger forty megapixel sensor yeah, just was going to offer. Painted out with software. You're just like your skin is lighter and it's smoothed over, so you don't see any of that detail. Yeah, lighter is that keyword for black people. <laughs> yeah, if you're a black yeah. person listening to this podcast, keep that in mind. <laughs> yeah, I think I think what I've noticed with the with the camera, like Samsung did a really good job of throwing big numbers into the camera. Uh, massive, you know, 108 megapixel sensors, big zoom, like they have all these big impressive numbers, 8K video, but it doesn't add up to anything, right? Uh, Most people, when they use their smartphone camera, they pull the phone out of their pocket, they open the camera, they tap the button, and then they put it away, and that's it, right? They don't need all this extra stuff. And the fact that Pixel has repeatedly done really, really impressive stuff with their camera with less than impressive hardware, and the Pixel 4, in my opinion, has much better looking photos than what the the S20 does. Like, people are still going to be happy with the S20. If you get an S20, you're going to take pictures with it and you're going to be like, wow, these pictures look great. But on the whole, I think the Pixel photo, Pixel photos just look better and it does so with significantly worse hardware. So, yeah, that, go. yeah. <laughs> go for it. Dean, you can go. To cut in, though, uh, Samsung has done probably the best it's done with low light I've ever Yeah, you used. took a lot of night size shots. Yeah. yeah or night mode super, um, super well. So I've used um, every probably every flagship Samsung phone since the Note 8, and this one definitely does it the best. It, I did some night mode shots. They look... Uh, they look they illuminate like the scene like really well, especially in comparison to like the Note 10 Plus, I think, and the S10 Plus. They... It's just this does it on a whole another level. Night Sight wasn't great with those ones. No. Um, if you compare it to, say, Huawei's or Google's or Apple's, well, I think it's Apple's. It's, I don't use Apple phones very often. But if you compare it to them, it's, it's, I wouldn't say Samsung's are better, but they're comparable. I think you can literally, I think you can. Uh, I think it's in the running. It's in the run-ins for that. It's, it's actual a competitor for night mode sh- shots. Finally, it's taken it. Samsung, it's sweet time. So uh, let's maybe I should reframe this question. Let's not say there's a crown. Let's say there's a top league. You know, let's pulling hockey into this. There's like OHL, AHL, NHL. You know, you could be in the low tier, mid tier, high tier, and in your the high tier, there are people who are better, but generally everyone is considered the best of the best. You think Samsung? Well, I assume we already know Samsung's up there. But you think that this puts them that level squarely? You know, oh, they deserve to be there? At least for night mode, at least for the night mode and just normal pictures, I, th- I think it's finally there. It's not, it's definitely not the best team. 
Yeah. Um, but I think Best it's team. I think it's I think That's it's in the NHL. It, yeah. yeah, I think it's it's finally it's there. it'll make the playoffs. Yeah, like people yeah. are buying this phone, they're taking pictures, and generally they're they're happy, right? You think? Yeah, but I think it was like that before, though. Right? Exactly. That's That's true. True. I was just Samsung cameras have always taken pretty good pictures in my mind, anyways. But it's also always been behind Apple and Google, and in some cases even Huawei, which like I don't use Huawei devices that much, but I know. Like the P30 is supposed to be one of the best but cameras like, out there. That's only to us. I, like it's not. That's not a comment. That's not like a no. Yeah. A, opinion. Uh, like a well-known or well. The average like, person's going to be happy with, with this, this phone exactly. if they take pictures. You, with it. If you take, yeah. if you look 100%. at MKHD's MK. Okay, BHD. Yeah. Um, Marquez is... Uh, the YouTuber whose name is a bunch of letters. Yeah. If you look at Marquez's uh, YouTube video about cameras, um, and the winner was the Note 10 Plus last year. Um, part of that, and I mean, you may say it, but part of that is because people think that better photos are always brighter photos. Yes. So if a photo is brighter, the average person thinks it's better, which is n- not always incorrect, but is often not true. And I think... With that in mind, like people are gonna like these pictures. People, they aren't better. They aren't the best at all. Um, but people are gonna like them. And I think if you were to buy an S twenty or S twenty plus, or if you were to spend an arm and a leg for an ultra, you will be happy with your shots. Yeah, I, w- I want to be clear here that. I don't think that by any stretch it's a bad camera. If you buy one of the S20s and you're taking photos with it, you're going to like the photos. Mm-hmm. It's a good camera. It's just not as good as what the numbers suggest that it could be. 100%. Okay, that's a yeah, good way of putting perfect. it. I yeah. think I think that's what we wanted. For me, I'm just disappointed that Samsung did all this cool stuff on the hardware side that we've talked about, and the photos still, they look a little bit better than the Note 10 and the S10s. Mm-hmm. Like a little bit. But not the leap that these hardware advances, at least in my mind, suggest suggest yeah. that it should be. Like mm-hmm. for me, there was a huge jump between the iPhone XS and the 11. Um, so much so that like I actually argued that those phones were worth buying because of the issues that the XS. Yeah, we've had that. And the argument. 10R. You don't believe me. And I the know. 10R <laughs> no. had in terms of their cameras. I don't think that that's the case with Here. the S20. If you own an S10. And you're just a regular person with a phone. You take your phone out. You point it at your kids. You take a picture. You're not going to notice the change. Although, if you're a own an S10 and you like to take pictures, what you're at parties or clubs, ten times zoom. Um, well, a night like you might consider a a, pic, a camera with a better night like mode. You take pictures at night, yeah, mm-hmm. or yeah. Um, if you're Batman and you live in the dark, yeah, exactly. Batman or a uh, a rave kid, yeah, you're good. You're good. Rave kid. <laughs> yeah, there's two types of yeah. people that go out at night. Or yep. if you're Batman who is also a rave kid. So this is one I think we can go through. A, a raving Batman. Wow, I don't want to get hung up on that. I'm trying not to. I'm just picturing Batman <laughs> with like glow sticks all over him. <laughs> yeah, just a utility belt full of glow sticks. Um, okay, before we lose to topic, one UI 2.0. You, it's been out for a while, right? But, you know, you've been using it lately. Do you like it? Do you hate it? Love, you love it. it. You love it? Yeah. I, I absolutely love it, yeah. Wow. I said in my review, I think it's actually one of the best Android skins now. And in a lot of ways, I prefer it to the stock with quotations uh, Android that you find on the Pixel. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. I'm the same. I wrote an article last year about how much I love One UI, and I now I, I love it more. It's wow. just better. Look at that. It's fine. Okay. All right. I like. I don't have any issues with it. The only Android devices I really use now are Samsung, yeah. which runs on One UI, and the Pixel, which isn't entirely stock Android. It's like Pixel Launcher. Pixel Launcher. It's yeah. it's 
Google-ified Android. Sure. And the transition between those two is, is pretty seamless. Like, there are certain things where it's like, what the hell, I can't access this setting, but I figured it out in, like, 10 seconds. Yeah, that would... My biggest complaint with One UI is just, in a lot of areas, it kind of throws a lot in people's face. Uh, For, like, no reason, Yeah, too. like, the quick settings toggle would be an ideal one on on That stuff Pixel, doesn't all need to be there. Yeah, you, you swipe down to get your quick settings, and there's, like, nine options... Uh, and on on the S10 or sorry the S20 any phone with One UI really there's like 16 options on just the first page and I'm like half the stuff I'm like I don't even know what this does yeah. and I'm They're not like hit Samsung it. I'm to <laughs> Samsung phone specific features I'm yeah. looking at it right now there's one page and you can swipe to the right and there's like half a page of different settings yeah. and the other half yeah. is like what are those things what's that thing in the bottom left well what is that secure folder. No, he's got uh, kids home. I don't even know what that is. Why does that need yeah. to be accessible? Yeah. In the, that is true. I, I'm in this quick setting. I'm holding know. the Pixel Four and the S uh, Twenty on this, like in my hands, and one has sixteen, one has twelve. or no, nine quick settings. It's uh, a. It, right. It's it's that. not it's not like a big thing. It, it's just that like for the average user, um, it's a lot. And, you know, if me, like if someone like me who uses phones every day and, and knows all the tech stuff feels overwhelmed and confused by all this stuff that the that the Samsung phones are just kind of throwing in my face, like how much more confused is the average user going to be? That's fair. You can customize it, but not all people will know that right away or will see that or ever see that. It's the same thing as cameras. Like the we keep using this phrase, but like the average person who buys a Samsung phone isn't going to mess with most of the settings. They're going to use the phone as it comes. Which in a way is yeah. kind of sad because then they may never experience 120 hertz, but th that's just the way that people <laughs> that use phones. That's so sad. No, it's true though. That's yeah. just the way people use phones. They buy them, and even in some cases, them. they don't install third-party apps. Right? Yeah. They're going to use Samsung's email app and stuff like that. So. Yeah. Some, sometimes they don't even move stuff on the home screen. I saw Man, somebody using stock home screen for yeah, life. Yeah, I saw somebody using a Samsung phone the other day, and they still had like the pre-installed Kudo and Amazon apps on their home that's screen. Awesome. I see people with iPhones all the time with the iTunes Store on their home screen. And it's like you haven't. I know you haven't bought anything from the iTunes Store in like ten years. Yeah, that app deserves to be on your home screen. It's crazy. I have the App Store on my home screen. Yeah, but the App Store you use all the time. Yeah. Well, the isn't the iTunes app dead? No, no, it's no, still there. See what iTunes I mean? Store. <laughs> and people have that I'm on their opening, home screen. I'm opening it just to see it's what's where in you it, buy been, movies and TV, or music videos, or songs. I don't even know. It doesn't matter. You no can still buy it. albums. I guess. I guess. So. Yeah. It's it's crazy. Um, the last question I have related to the S20. So these review to review devices that you guys are using. Samsung's going to take them back. If they weren't. Does this become your daily driver? Is it good enough to become your number one phone? I'm actually planning on stealing this. Wow. So that it can become my number one phone. Okay. Um, That's a big talk from Dean. <laughs> just watching Pat's eyes roll back yeah, in his head. I yeah. said it looking at Pat to see what he, he would do. He's not going to actually do that. But I, yeah. I but absolutely I mean, would. The fact that he would says yeah, a lot about I absolutely how good the phone would, is. I would use this as my daily driver. I, I, I love it. It's uh, my favorite phone so far this year which there hasn't been a lot of phones i've used this year but so compared far. to every phone from last year too yeah 100 john i mentioned earlier in the podcast that i don't have my sim card in the s20 uh, mm. i actually moved it back into the pixel 4 yesterday yep. uh, after i finished writing the first draft of my review um and the main reason for that was actually because of the pixel feature drop and i wanted to play around with some of the new features yeah some cool stuff but i don't really plan on moving it moving it back into the samsung phone there's a lot of stuff that i really like about it um and in a lot of ways i do prefer it to the pixel 4 but for I you just, it's not the yeah it's the it's not end the all thing. yeah he, he's just sad because his is ugly and gray 
Yeah, Dean, yeah. we should mention Dean got the beautiful cloud blue. I like the gray Pat, one. Pat and, I have and the John black one, black which I think gray. is the ugliest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It is the worst, yeah. Well, you can probably guess what your answer is going to be, Pat, but uh, you're still with this phone for the rest of your life? I could not do that with the Ultra. Um, no. I think if there was a device that was kind of a mix of what the Ultra offers and what the S20 Plus offers, I would be far more happier with that. I love the size of the S20 Plus. I've held Dean's a couple times. And the camera actually works the way it's supposed to. Those two factors, plus the beautiful screen, the 120 hertz, awesome, best display I've ever seen. Then take the 10 times optical digital and add that to the S20 Plus, and that is a phone that I could replace my iPhone with. I would be that happy with it. Um, but unfortunately, that's not what Samsung has to offer this year. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I guess that's that's about it for the S20 series. Does anyone... Oh, wait. I have user questions. I totally forgot. Do it. Yeah, do I it. actually got user questions. Really? Go for it. Uh, I have three. So is this device... Is a device that doesn't get timely updates worth $1,600 or whatever the phone costs? Basically, does the lack of updates make a phone obsolete? And that comes from Roy.story.4 on for Instagram. En- for enthusiasts, 100%. Yeah. For a person who buys a Samsung device every three years, they don't care about updates. Um, but also sort of no. So there's kind of two things that I want to say on this. Uh, the first is that I think Samsung has gotten better in terms of updates. Um, and they do release more frequent updates. There are still not as many as I would like. And they're not really, they're sort of on board with like the monthly patches, but not really. They're like a couple months behind. I don't know. It's weird. Um, so there's that aspect. Samsung has gotten a lot better, which is good. Um the flip side is I think that for someone who buys one phone every three or four years and doesn't upgrade them, it's more important to have a phone that gets updates all the time because you're going to get those security updates on your phone that you're keeping for four years. And that's much more important than getting a really high quality, high end, super powerful spec phone like the Samsung S20 that's not going to get as many updates and then might be a security issue in a couple of years. Fair enough. Um, the next question comes from someone named at Calvin J. Tynes on Twitter, and it was how fast to quick charge the Ultra to 100%. And Phone Arena actually did this with the 25-watt charger and the 45-watt charger that I found, like I found that story that they wrote. Basically, both phones with the, with the 25 and the 45-watt charger take the same amount of time to get to 100%. Um, what is that amount of time? Um, it's 30 minutes to charge, 45, both fill, 59 minutes, so just under an hour for That's both phones good. to be charged to 100%. That's pretty good. The 45-watt charger will get you to 50% faster, but to 100, they both take the same amount of time. Um, Interesting. And then the, the final question is, are we able to test the phones on Roger's 5G network? And the answer is no, right? No, um, and I believe there will not be tests that uh, even media will be able to participate in in 2020. So... Yeah, the the five G dream continues in Canada in the future. At least it's a long con. Um, yep. Yeah, and that's it about the S twenties. Um, Tell us about the buds. Oh, the buds. Yes, the, the what I'm now referring to as the successor to Apple's AirPods Pro that the company updated and destroyed the noise cancellation. Sound a little salty, Pat. I'm very sad about the buds. Are good. Two hundred bucks, which is cheaper than even the non noise canceling AirPods. And they don't have noise canceling, but they stick in your ears pretty good and they block out a lot of sound. And there's this like passive adaptive sound mode that will let background noise filter in if you want it or not let it filter in if you don't want it. And 
that sort of gives you like this fake noise canceling feeling and, and they're pretty good you know um, there's even an app on ios too yeah right? there's Which an app on cool. ios there's an app on android you basically go in there's there's technically three different levels of noise canceling adaptive ambient sound blah 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 type of zone you can turn on a fourth level in like the lab section where they're like testing out features um it essentially just lets you hear the world around you or not and they're yeah they're good they sound good the battery life with the case is 22 hours without the case is 11 hours which is super good i mean that is crazy good it's like yeah i probably feel i feel like i could get two to three days without the case and then yeah the case is wireless charging so it's i'm pretty much topping it up whenever i'm not using it it's it's good i like the buds i won't say too much more because we're running out of time but Seriously, if you're looking for a pair of wireless headphones, Samsung really did a good job this time around, and, and it's worth checking out. Worth comparing, and, and uh, definitely better than original AirPods. Yeah, and then uh, what, do, what do you think? Do you want to do Game of the Week? Or what we're playing? What we're playing, yeah, let's do it. All right. Um, I'll start, because I am playing nothing, and that's all I have. Great. I'm playing Apex still. So that that's it. Like I haven't had really time to play anything else. I'm waiting for Animal Crossing. Yeah, soon though. So I'm kind of saving myself for mid March when that game. Drops. What are we at? Like 17 days, 16 days. John, what do you got? Uh, I'm playing Stardew Valley uh, a lot thanks to both Pat and uh, Brad Bennett here. Um, they got me hooked on it, and now I cannot stop playing it. And every hour that I am not at work, I am playing Stardew Valley. So and that happens. We man. aren't playing it anymore. Or are you still playing it? I'm not playing it I haven't it at all. picked it up in about a week. I, I'm hesitant to say I'm not playing it because I want to, and I like that Some, I get to come in and talk with John about it. A, but code, a code just arrived today for a certain game, so yeah, I don't right. think you're, you're going right. to be playing it anymore. Yeah, you're right. I'm not playing it for a long time. I will, I will keep the Stardew Drive, uh, Stardew Dream alive keep for it. all of us. We can always come back in from you know a time from now and play again. That's true. Dean, what do you got? Playing anything? Um, yeah, I've been playing last over the weekend. I played the last uh, chance or last trial thing for Neo Two. It was crazy fun. I'm also going to review it when I can, and I'll have a lot of fun doing that too. And I've also been playing Dreams last night. Dreams is a game that's basically like let people do whatever the crap they want in an, 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 a game in this game. It's crazy as playing PT. Um, you make your own game within yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. As playing the PT version of Dreams on it last night, because um, someone decided they're gonna remake PT, and I still screamed. I already played PT before, and I, yet I still screamed because it's still scary, and I was I was really impressed by it. Cool. It's like Mario Maker, but for big boys and girls. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Adults can play Mario Maker. I know, I know. I actually love Mario Maker, but I just... Uh, that was an excellent description. Like Thank fi- you. 50 listeners just uh, cried out in agony because yeah. you made fun of them. No, I love Nintendo. Don't get me wrong. Um, but yeah, I'm But it's also, for babies. <laughs> um, I'm also not really playing anything at the moment. I'm about to, but lately I uh, started watching Survivor again, and that's been my life. So, Survivor's ready. Survivors go. You, you've made me consider watching Survivor, but I don't think I can do it. I can't believe you didn't. You sent me the screenshot. You're like, I'm almost doing it. And I was like, oh my God, he's in. And yeah. then you just never did you, it. You pressured me into Stardew. You won't get me to watch yeah, Survivor. Yeah, no way in hell I'm watching that. <laughs> this is the best reaction. <laughs> okay, you're, you're alone on this island. So that's um, a good place to wrap it up. Um, thanks for listening to the Surfcast. Be sure to drop us a five-star review on iTunes. By the time this show is live, all of our S20 reviews will have hit the site. You'll be able to see if I really do give the Ultra a 7 or a 7.5 or if I have changed my mind in the next 72 hours. Dean was going to say something, but then he didn't. He's still leaning forwards. 
He's done. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at, at Patrick underscore O'Rourke and, of course, on mobilesyrup.com. Brad, where can people find you? As always, you can find me uh, everywhere at the Brad Fad. Dean, where can everyone find you? At the Daily Dean. And, of course, John, where can everyone find you? At John underscore Lamont, and that's John with no H. And if you're interested in following Mobile Syrup, obviously all of our content is on mobilesyrup.com, and you can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at, at Mobile Syrup. Bennett manages our Instagram page and always has uh, some lovely hot photos posted there. So I try. Managing Instagram is harder than anyone would ever give it credit for, but I try. Every social media manager is just like crying. Yeah, right feeling now. validated? Like, I hope so. I feel yeah, they're validated, validated just for saying it. All right, that's it. Thanks for listening. All right, thanks. Bye.